Welcome to Searching for the Question Live. My name is David Orban, and I am very glad to have you all following the show. Uh, we are streaming on Facebook, on Twitter, on Twitch, uh, on YouTube, and uh, you can ask questions and make comments, and I will be able to uh, collect them and uh, answer them together with my guest uh, as uh, we are streaming live. Uh, and uh, I want to thank uh, all our uh, Patreon supporters uh, that are really helping uh, for me and my team to put uh, together the show. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash David Orban if uh, you feel that uh, what I am creating is uh, valuable and you want to see it keep going. Uh, today, uh, our guest uh, is Jordana Orban, Jordi. Uh, she's my daughter. And uh, the reason I invited her is uh, because uh, she made a very interesting decision almost two years ago now uh, to move from Italy uh, to Seoul, uh, South Korea. She was 19 at the time. And uh, well, uh, to say the least, uh, we were surprised. And uh, since then, she has uh, been living there on her own. And um, all the adventures that uh, she'd had well, at least uh, some of them uh, will be the subject of our conversation today, as well as, of course, her uh, aims, purpose, intention, uh, plans, uh, aspirations in uh, building her life in uh, uh, literally the other side of the world. So, uh, Jordi, uh, welcome to Searching Live. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me, David. Uh, now, that is already the kind of accent and the kind of uh, intonation uh, that is that is very Korean, at least uh, the way that uh, I, I, I imagine it, yes. Uh, uh, so, uh, what, I, what I like to show at the beginning, uh, uh, when, when we have guests uh, from exotic places, uh, is um, the comparison of uh, where you are and, and, and where I am. Uh, it is uh, uh, what you see is Google Earth, a uh, very, very cool way of exploring uh, the planet uh, around uh, uh, Italy uh, and, uh, and the Bergamo area in particular. Uh, you see the Alps uh, behind us very close by. So let's now jump over to Seoul, uh, South Korea and you will see it is literally on the other side of the planet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know whether um, this extreme distance uh, also um, made it more attractive, uh, but uh, anyway, it is, it is certainly a cool place. Um, yeah. and, and where are you in, in particular? Uh, I live in Yongsanggu which is basically in the middle of Seoul. So it's very easy for me to go around Seoul from, from here. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it's uh, somewhere somewhere here. Uh, and uh, you have this uh, beautiful mountain, which yeah, is in the middle of the city. Yeah. 
Nansan Mountain, and now there is a cat. <laughs> oh, beautiful cat. Uh, tell us about the cat. Uh, she's Sansa, and I don't know why she wants um, attention right now, but I'm trying to hide her private parts because she doesn't know that we are live. And it's not a problem at all, and uh, we welcome surprises. Uh, and uh, if uh, she wants to answer some questions as well, that will be that will be all right. Well, can you hear her? Yes. <laughs> yes, we can. We can hear her. Beautiful. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, you have uh, another one as well. Yeah, her sister. She's Aria. Okay. And uh, and yep, they are they are beautiful. Uh, um, aren't they uh, cumbersome? What is that? <laughs> well. They they look uh, needy and they are very big and uh, <laughs> now they are not dangerous but i i better keep them fed and yeah. as you can see sansa eats a lot she's a lot okay <laughs> so let's uh, uh let's go back uh, to <laughs> to soul shoo <laughs> yeah. her away tell her <laughs> Tell her to do something else. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Hi, Cosimo. Uh, what? Cosimo is here. Okay. That, well, uh, Cosimo is uh, your brother, and uh, he uh, already was on the show with his own things, and uh, he is definitely welcome, and I'm happy uh, to answer his questions uh, and, and mm -hmm. comments if he has some. So back to uh, back to Seoul. Uh, how is it with uh, with COVID? Uh, is it uh, under control as uh, as it was at the beginning? Uh, uh, do you guys uh, are, are are you still in lockdown in some way, or or can you move uh, freely? Are all businesses open, like bars and restaurants? Yeah, for a long time, bars and restaurants and cafe were closed and you could not go out with more than four people so for, for example when the restaurant started to open up again uh, if you were more than four you couldn't go inside not even on separate tables so um, yeah it was very serious and they took it as serious as it was but right now i think it's pretty much under control and if i'm not mistaken last time that i went to my doctor i saw that the vaccine should be able should be allowed for everyone right now uh the rule is like first go first serve what are you waiting for <laughs> go and get it <laughs> yeah well i've been a little busy because i just moved house and my house right now is a mess i my excuse for everything for being lethargic is being at home and cleaning but i'm not doing that okay well uh my recommendation if really you can get uh, vaccinated uh to to do it as uh, soon as possible yeah. um, it is looking like it is not going to be a final solution for everything uh, because uh 
new variants are developing and uh, the protection of the vaccine is not definitive, but only for like a year or something. But uh, even so, uh, I, I would recommend uh, everyone who can to get uh, vaccinated as soon as possible because if we can get the uh, infection rate uh, under control, it will allow us uh, to move uh, about uh, freely without the fear of getting infected or infecting others. And, and uh, that is how we can get uh, the pandemic uh, really under control. Yeah, I agree. That is, uh, that is uh, wonderful news. So let's, uh, let's go back uh, a few uh, steps, uh, maybe a couple of years or as many as you, as you wish. When did you decide that you wanted to learn more about uh, South Korea, uh, even if maybe you were not sure you wanted to move there yet? Yeah, um, when I was a baby, uh, my older brother, he's very passionate about Japan. So since when I was a baby, he made me discover Japan and Japanese uh, anime and culture. And with that, slowly I I discovered on my own uh, dramas, Korean dramas. And by that, I slowly discovered more about South Korea because of course it's from South Korea. And um, yeah, I discovered more about the music. Uh, as you know, K-pop right now is very big all over the world. But yeah when i was around 10 years old i discovered that for the first time and i loved it and uh, you david know about it because i played the uh, k-pop songs on my way to school so it was in the car you remember right well yes and it was it was fun because at the time i knew very little uh, about um korean music pop music k-pop yeah <laughs> and and i love discovering new things and and it was uh, fun to recognize uh its own unique um style which, yeah. which for me was uh, surprising because actually it um, allows groups to play uh country to play blues to play rock to play almost every possible musical style while <laughs> on top is k-pop so yeah. so it is it is able to uh welcome and to embrace uh different uh musical sources and musical cultures while preserving its own uh, identity so that yeah. was uh, for me uh, intriguing and and interesting yeah, for me too, I guess, because uh, I remember the first song, uh, K-pop song that I ever heard, and it was something that I I never heard before, it, uh, like you said. Uh, it was very unique, even for me that I was a baby, I didn't know much about music in general, but for me that one general of music really stood out, and... Uh, <laughs> And yeah, like that. So um, through Korean drama, through uh, K-pop, and um, uh, sorry, how how do they call anime and uh, and manga in Korea? Uh, 
anime is just cartoon, I guess. Okay. And, uh, and manga in Korean are manhwa. Manhwa. So, mm -hmm. so through all that, uh, you, uh, uh, you, you learned uh, about uh, Korean uh, culture. Yeah. And, uh, and then um, you also had the opportunity to, to visit uh, a few years ago. I don't know how many years ago, right? I know. I was, <laughs> I was 15 and we went together, David, <laughs> for my birthday. So I was 15 and then 16. We went there, we stayed one week. And I remember most of it, but I also remember that I had a very high fever all that week. And so I, my, my memories are a little confused, but yeah, I loved it anyway. I, I remember that um, you made you you helped me explore the city while you were working with one of your uh, friends, and she's now still even my friend. And she explored the city with me. She lived there, um, Himanji. Hi. <laughs> and uh, I remember that uh, I tried Korean food for the first time. I saw. Obviously, these many Korean people for the first time. There are not many Korean people in Italy, right? And uh, uh, it was amazing. Even if I was sick, I really remember that we also went to see some K-pop stuff, and it was very, very fun. So that gave you a direct uh, appreciation uh, of uh, this culture, which is indeed very different from uh, Italian culture and Italian food with which uh, you grew up. And uh, did you already think that you could live there or move there? Or that is something that you decided a little bit later? Yeah. I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know you, that you had this in mind until you, you, you told me. Uh, four years later when you were 19, but maybe you already knew. Yeah, no. <laughs> I I didn't I didn't even think about it. I I think I was thinking more about going to Japan or somewhere else, also America for some time I wanted to go live there in Los Angeles, you know. Oh yeah, and, I remember that. Yeah. And uh uh, but I always knew that I wanted to move out of Italy, not because I don't like it, I love Italy, but for some reason I always wanted to move out and explore more and live more. So, yeah, I, I when I came here for the first time, I don't think I was already considering living here, nor was I when later I decided, like, it was pretty, uh, pretty out of the blue even for me. Okay, okay, that's that's uh, that's interesting. Uh, so before uh, we will go back to to Seoul and your your life today, but uh, uh, tell me a little bit about uh, your uh, other aspect—the fact that uh, you are uh, part of uh, the entertainment industry today. Uh, we will uh, talk about the Netflix uh, series uh, that uh, that you are part of, and uh, and other um activities uh, as a as a singer and uh, and and so on but uh, uh, before we do that tell me how 
you you started um, you for example you have a a YouTube channel uh, that uh, has uh, twice as many uh, subscribers and my as mine and uh, I am definitely jealous uh, about your your popularity yeah. uh, you, you are a, a beautiful young uh, woman and and I am not so that certainly yeah. helps uh, uh, even though we aim uh, for gender equality it, it looks like uh, it can be sometimes advantageous uh, to be young and beautiful and female yeah. uh, so so how um how did you decide uh, because for a lot of people it is hard to um uh, to be showing uh, your emotions to be to be sharing your uh, your thoughts uh, or to dress and wear other people's emotions and 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 thoughts which is the profession of a of an actor and an entertainer right yeah so how how i decided to start youtube uh, that's the question um, I am known for asking uh, a lot of questions, and uh, you're you're right. This time around, I combined uh, too many. So, yeah, why don't you start with uh, with what you just said? Uh, uh, you started a YouTube channel. Yeah, uh, I started my YouTube channel when I was, I think, fifteen or sixteen, and it was right after, I believe, right after I stopped going to high school for my mental health issues. And for some reason, I wanted to express my mental health issues in a video and to show it to people. I had videos before that too, but I, I by no means wanted to become a YouTuber or something like that. But when I made that video about my mental health issues, my idea was really to reach out for people not to become a YouTuber, but to make people watch my video and see uh, that this uh, this mental health issue is not uncommon. So. Um, and 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 what issue is that? And uh, and how are you handling it, or how did you handle it? I mean, looking looking at you right now, you look pretty fine, and and you know, I, I don't know but uh, yeah, tell us. Yeah, my issue was and still is panic attacks and OCD, which is obsessive compulsive disorder. And um, many people suffer from obsessive compulsive disorder, but um, my 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 obsessive compulsive disorder was particularly strong, especially during my um, my adolescence years. And uh, yeah, for that reason, I started to make YouTube videos about that. And um, it was very liberating because I had uh, obsessive compulsive disorder for, for most of my life. I remember even when I was a baby, maybe six years old, I knew David would go maybe somewhere around the world on an airplane. I had this fear of an airplane for you, for me. And I would give you a... A peluche, like a, a toy to bring with you, like this is your lucky thing. Arm, yeah, yeah. I remember that, and it was it was very uh, sweet, and and I didn't mind uh, having <laughs> a little uh, toy uh, with uh, with me. Um, and 
and uh, so for you it was uh, really important it represented a, a, a way of uh, coping mm -hmm. it represented a way to keep you alive so i knew that if you had that toy with you the airplane would be fine and and everything would be fine and you would be okay in america or wherever you were going that time so um, it was basically like every other action from my ocd it was um aiming for other people to be safe because in my obsessive compulsive disorder uh, my thoughts are mostly about other people's safety um and uh, my tics the things that i do when i have ocd uh, and my my thoughts are going crazy are always aimed for those people to stay safe like my brain tells me if you don't do this thing they are gonna suffer or do something so yeah and uh, you you uh, are extremely uh, uh, open and spontaneous the video that i am showing right now for example you are crying on on, on the video and uh, it is uh, very very emotional uh, yeah. not only for for you but for people who are who are watching it as well and uh, i think it is uh, uh, wonderful uh, and uh, uh, it, it it really resonated with a lot of people, as you say. Uh, you have uh, hundreds and hundreds of comments and uh, tens or hundreds of thousands of views on on these videos. So so evidently uh, they uh, are important. Uh, and not only they were um, a great way for you to articulate uh, your condition and and to express it but they resonated with uh, with a lot of people as well so so that's uh, that's great even though uh, looking at the channel it looks like you haven't uh, uh, produced uh, a, a new video uh, basically since uh, you moved uh, to Seoul so what are your plans uh, with uh, your YouTube presence now yeah I didn't publish anything since I moved here and even for a small time period of time before that because i was uh i was just about to go out of this phase where i am uh, like basically useless in my own body and life and i was just this starting to discovering what i could really do with myself and uh, and my life and my what opportunities i i was not uh, taking advantage of because of my anxiety and my mental health issues so in that period of time i was i was going from one stage to the other where i was the other was when i was basically angry uh, uh, with myself uh, angry with my with my my mental health issues and in that time i focused only on myself i decided to cut my hair yeah. To move to South Korea and uh, to take take um, how do you say like take a take my 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 life in my hands is that how you say it? Uh, yeah, uh, take your life in your own hands. Absolutely. Yeah, something like that. So I didn't uh, post anything for this period of time, and I could have once I moved here, but I didn't because I'm still uncertain about what direction I want my YouTube channel to have.
because I don't really feel like continuing to to talk about my mental health issues because as much as they help uh, th those kind of videos help other people feel like they are not alone in their situations I feel like uh, hanging on to this topic to this discussion for more than for more than enough is not good for my mental health and uh, it shouldn't be good for I, I don't think it's good for anyone's mental health to being stuck in the thoughts about your own problems that's something that i wanted to escape when i moved to south korea and that i still don't feel like talking about that much as before i still want to talk about it sometimes but uh yeah my youtube channel i'm thinking about what 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 which way to bring it and um I'm thinking about videos about soul, about my life here, and of course yeah. about how I cope with my mental health issues with my life here, but not focusing only on my mental health issues. I, I, I agree with you. You have the opportunity to, in a certain way, uh, redefine uh, yourself, uh, which uh, is uh, also what you started to do with, uh, uh, with your uh, Instagram, uh, where um certainly the image that you are projecting is uh, is uh, different and uh, it is uh, a great way uh, i i agree that uh, it uh, doesn't matter uh, what uh, challenges we have and it is very good for us to be able to communicate these challenges and uh, to let other people understand that maybe what they are feeling is is something that a lot of other people feel as well but at the same time, they shouldn't define us. Uh, it is not what we are. Uh, they are part of uh, a path. And moving along that path, there are a lot of other things, a lot of other opportunities. And, uh, and so uh, as, you, as you design your online uh, presence and uh, the image that you are uh, projecting, I agree that, uh, that moving beyond what was uh, before is, uh, is good. Yeah. So, uh, let's uh, jump uh, back uh, to uh, the things that uh, you are doing right now and tell me about uh, Vincenzo, mm -hmm. which uh, is uh, which was quite quite uh, amazing. I discovered it because Netflix was recommending that I should put it in my uh, queue. And I said, wow, this is a very strange story, an Italian-Korean mafia story. <laughs> the, and I uh, sent you a message, hey, Jordi, check this out. And you responded, well, but I'm in it. And <laughs> that, was, that was kind of a shock. So so tell us about, uh, about Vincenzo. Yeah. Um, I, as much as I would like to say that I'm in it, I'm not a character in it. I was only an extra in it for two times already. Uh, there are not many Italians in South Korea right now. And uh, as much as I would like to say, yeah, I have a character in that TV series, it's not quite there yet. But it might be because maybe they will do a second season. I'm not sure yet. But right now, I, I participated in the drama two times. One time as a voice actress, 
for an Italian scene, because as I said, there are not many Italian speakers in South Korea right now. And I'm an actress, so I could do it quite easily. And the second time was uh, just a couple of days ago that I went to, to be an extra for one episode. And I was one Italian passenger, uh, first class passenger on an airplane where the main character was at. So it was very interesting. I was going in and out of the, of the frame, of course, but it was just good enough for me right now. And it was very magical and interesting. I, I saw the main actor uh, with my own eyes and it was very handsome, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and uh, here is uh, the photo of the, the prop uh, or the, the scene, uh, the, the fake uh, 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 airplane that uh, they, uh, they put, uh, put on. Uh, and um, yeah, I will be very curious uh, to to watch it uh, when uh, when it is uh, going to air uh, on uh, on uh, the Italian version of uh, Netflix. Uh, yeah. now, one thing that you might want to check uh, with um, uh, the uh, uh, the production is uh, if the, uh, the 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 people in your role, uh, get uh, credits, uh, and uh, and um, I don't know what the official rules are, but uh, you could um, uh, put it, uh, or it could be automatically put in that case on your IMDb um, uh, profile, right? Yeah. Uh, IMDb is kind of the universal. Um, repository today of uh, uh, entertainment uh, professionals and it would be cool uh, to to see you there uh, as well uh, after your your brother uh, is uh, is is already on on IMDb Thank so you. yeah oh yeah, no yeah yeah he's uh, he's got uh, credits uh, with uh, his uh, special effects uh, work uh, on on IMDb yeah uh, so in the meantime, we have uh, a, a hello from Chila from uh, Budapest and uh, uh, Francesco, a.k.a. Magic Flute uh, from uh, Italy is uh, yeah, that's uh, his uh, online avatar's uh, name. He's a specialist in uh, in uh, virtual uh, reality originally uh, in Second Life, uh, but now in, in many other places as well. So uh, tell me more about your uh, aims and, and aspirations. Um, if I am uh, correct, uh, you have uh, an agent uh, and, uh, and a manager in, uh, in Seoul, and uh, she uh, is um, uh, bringing you opportunities to build your, your career. Uh, yesterday, you were telling me, for example, about an app that, uh, that you are you are you are testing yeah um right now i am here uh, signed with an agency called dhd entertainment and my agent she she's very kind she's very helpful and she she helps me a lot she knows that i want to sing so she introduced me to the owner of this new app called i don't remember the name should i check it yes please go ahead and check it <laughs> It's called Tune Jam. 
it's not uh, out for the public yet, but I tried it. It's basically an app where you publish videos of yourself singing. And then after um, a couple of hours or one day, you get uh, you get a, a vote. How do you say? Um, I, I, I don't understand. What do you get? Like mm, there are professionals that vote your video. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you get a vote. You 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 get upvoted. It's not just an upvote like uh, like on YouTube. It's okay. it's a it's a um, score. Oh, okay. You you yeah. you get the ranking based on uh, the professionals' uh, judgment. Yeah. I see. And they give you also feedback about it, and um, uh, yeah. It's very interesting concept, and I hope I hope for them all the best because it's very interesting. They are very kind people, and uh, yeah, I like the app very much. I don't like my score very much, but doesn't matter. Well, uh, you are you are testing it. Uh, so, uh, acting, uh, singing, uh, producing uh, videos, uh, uh, not only on on YouTube, but uh, you also have a a Twitch uh, channel, uh, yeah. and uh, and um, people can uh, follow you live uh, streaming on uh, Twitch. Um, what is the uh, frequency of your uh, live streams that you are planning to keep? Um, yes, right now I I'm not I, I haven't started yet, but uh, for when I will start eventually, I I plan on doing a live stream maybe once every two days or once every three days something like that yeah okay so uh, you are uh, doing a lot and and actually uh, as we were uh, preparing for uh, for the show uh, um, i was uh, googling you and uh, we saw uh, uh, in the results uh, that uh, uh, the book uh, the little lost swan no no came up this is yeah. a book you wrote when you were five uh, and uh, and uh, so uh, you are uh, an actress uh, a, a singer a writer mm -hmm. um really a, a lot of uh, a lot of things yeah i am a very artistic person i was brought up to be pretty much artistic <laughs> like uh, i remember when i was little and after school i would go to my my grand my grandma's house and write with one of those old writing machines where you put the the paper and you write and it gets stuck every two seconds and that was very fun and um and, and uh, your grandmother is saying ciao and yeah. she's uh, also saying uh, a, a big hug from Bergamo. Hi, Nonina. <laughs> All right. And uh, yeah, I went there. I, I used to go there every every day after school and write or draw or sing or act with her. I remember there were these fake uh, like talent shows that we would put on. She was the judge and i was every talent that went to the show <laughs> and it was very fun and very 
liberating for me to do something so artistic. I, I think that everyone one should be able to do these kind of things. It really helps with with expressing yourself, especially. Uh, here is the book. Uh, uh, for me, this was uh, a lot of fun because <laughs> I, I saw you uh, drawing and uh, and you would be drawing uh, all kinds of, uh, um, you know, little things. Um, but then uh, when uh, when uh, you, you finished the drawing, you would take a stapler and you would staple uh, the sheets of paper together and then you would turn it around and write something. And so I stole those pieces of paper stapled together and I looked in the back and there was a price. <laughs> and I understood that you actually made the book. <laughs> so uh, I, I took photos and I laid it all out and that Christmas uh you and your brothers uh, uh would only receive uh two things one of two things uh either in the envelope uh, um it would be uh you know a very thin envelope and then it would be an experience uh, to go skiing or to go horse riding or or to do something like that or the alternative was that the envelope would be a little bit thicker and sturdier and then it would be a book and so you developed a, a kind of a, a spontaneous reaction uh, to, to check the envelope before opening. So that Christmas, uh, you were uh, maybe uh, aiming for an experience rather than a book, but then you opened it and uh, uh, little by little, you realized that it was your book with yeah. uh, actually your uh, your uh, photo. This this is you at the time, and and your bio. So that that was a lot of fun. And yeah. so so uh, uh, what uh, what uh, are you planning to do in in Seoul uh, for for the next period of time, whatever that may be? Yeah. Um right now i'm planning to well after cleaning the new house and putting everything together uh, i'm planning to start uh singing lessons again and korean i really 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 want to become fluent in korean as soon as possible and i want to lose weight because um i gained a little bit in this quarantine like in in this period of lockdown didn't we all? Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm planning to, yeah, by doing these things, um, hire my chance at getting new jobs and new opportunities. I already had many, many different kind of opportunities since I came here. And I'm planning on having even more and planning on making money out of it and being able to support myself. And um, yeah, I'm planning to do many of many things and many fun things. That's great. Um, and how is uh, the um, how do the uh, the the opportunities that uh, foreigners living in Seoul combine with uh, the local uh, culture? I um, highlighted um, at the beginning uh, uh, of our conversation how K-pop 
is a very welcoming um, uh, type of music that embraces uh, other styles. Um, is that uh, true of uh, the social networks? And I mean physical social networks, uh, not the digital ones. No. Um, is it easy or is it hard to, to find uh, uh, acquaintances and friends and, uh, and interact uh, with the people locally? Um, it's not that hard, to be honest. Many people are interested in foreigners here. And many people are interested in speaking English, but not all of them. So one of the reasons why I want to become fluent in Korean is because many people uh, felt, feel a little scared of speaking English with, uh, with other foreigners, especially because they assume, assume that every foreigner speaks perfect English, which you can see right now is not true. And um, but in general, Korean people are very, very welcoming and very kind people. And especially with foreigners, they want us to feel welcome in this in, in this country. Most of the times, <laughs> like for every other country, there are uh, some bad apples, but that's everywhere. And um, in the in the sense of the K-pop industry, like you were talking about, in that sense, it's a little more difficult to explore that uh, that uh, part of the entertainment industry, because uh, for as if for a foreigner, it's pretty easy to become uh, to become known as an extra or as an uh, a speaking English a, a Korean speaking foreigner. If you speak Korean and you are a foreigner, you have many opportunities to do many interesting things here but uh, if you plan on entering in the k-pop industry that's a little more complicated because that is uh, one of the parts of the industry that is still a little uh, gatekeeping um, many like all basically all of the people in the industry are asian so if you're not asian it's still a little uh, complicated but slowly i think it's starting to open up to other opportunities and other kind of different people. For example, right now there is a new K-pop group called Black Swan that has a black girl in it. And it's very, very interesting, very, uh, I wish for them the, uh, the best. Um, and, and it is uh, fascinating. Uh, uh, when I first went uh, to Japan, uh, Tokyo uh, appeared, of course, uh, very uh, futuristic. But then when I visited uh, Seoul uh, after that, I realized that the kind of futurism of uh, Tokyo uh, belonged uh, to, let's say, the 80s and the 90s, uh, so uh, 40, 30 years ago. And, and Seoul was uh, really uh, at, the, at the leading edge. Now, uh, to be honest, the most futuristic city that I have seen uh, until now is not Seoul, it's Shanghai. Shanghai is now the, the, the most uh, futuristic city, uh, which uh, really lives uh, in the 20s, maybe even in the 30s, uh, uh, that, that far ahead uh, it is. Uh, but, uh, but Seoul um, has uh, become a, a global center very rapidly, um, uh, with uh, with many uh, things, the car industry, uh, mobile phones, uh, and uh, 4G, 5G networks. Uh, uh, I remember 
um, the uh, internet cafes uh, when I was uh, first in, in, in Seoul because the high-speed internet connections uh, were starting to get ubiquitous in South Korea while in Europe or um, the United States uh, getting broadband uh, connectivity to the internet was still not uh, universally available. And of course, now the internet cafe culture uh, declined exactly because you don't need to go somewhere to get fast internet. You have it at your home. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so how these uh, technologies influence culture and, and how um, the the people embrace uh, those technologies uh, is uh, is absolutely uh, fascinating. Um, so you are uh, building uh, uh, your life uh, with uh, your experiments, uh, your uh, participation in 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 the local opportunities, and of course seek out uh, everything uh, you can in order to emerge uh, uh, with your two cats. And, and and friends um how is it going with the food um, korean food is very spicy um and uh, you said you put on weight so evidently you are adopting uh, local food without uh, too many problems well actually no i still have some problems with korean food because mm -hmm. many of the times it's way too spicy for me and even a little bit of spice for them it's way too much for me so yeah i i gained weight but because of like taco bell and things that are not in italy but i've never tried and now i tried and i am and i'm kind of addicted to them because it's easy to order something to come to your house instead of cooking right now i'm planning on starting just to cook so i i don't gain any more weight because you know when you when you deliver some food you don't know how much calories are in it well when you do some food on your own it's easier yeah. so yeah i will i will so leaving leaving the the spiciness on the side uh, what's uh, your favorite uh, uh, korean dish sundae sundae is um um sausage made of um uh, intestines and parts of animals and oh wow yeah really i i like that too but i didn't realize that uh, it would be one of your favorite wow it's very very good and you find it everywhere it's very traditional food and not many foreigners or even korean people like it like i know many korean people that don't like it and that's because uh it's intestines it's parts uh, of the animal that you don't usually think of mm, I want some part of that animal intestines no but I personally don't really care I love intestines I love those kind of foods I I am half I am half Hungarian and a quarter German so I eat basically everything if it's not spicy and and uh, actually I was exactly uh, about to do that uh, because this Korean Sunday is exactly sunday. like sunday korean sunday is exactly like hungarian hurka oh yeah it looks so good <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> unless no, you're, unless you're a vegan or a vegetarian then it looks horrible but uh, yeah. 
<laughs> well, uh, one one of our friends uh, uh, and and a wonderful person uh, that uh, that helped us uh, a lot uh, when you uh, just arrived uh, uh, there is uh, <coughs> is a, is an active uh, vegan <coughs> promoting uh, an understanding of uh, of uh, vegetarian and uh, and vegan um, habits uh, and and uh, she also has a business. Uh, in uh, in promoting them uh, locally in uh, in Seoul, so I I hope if she watches this video, uh, she can jump over uh, what we just uh, showed. Mm. <laughs> yes. So uh, I am uh, really looking forward uh, to to be able to follow uh, uh, what you are building, uh, and uh, I want to encourage you to stop using the excuse of having moved and of the house and the apartment and whatever it is and the cats and I don't know, uh, just uh, start uh, the live streams on uh, Twitch, uh, start uh, your YouTube uh, uh, channel uh, in, in the new direction that you, you expressed or, or I mean build on the existing one because you have a lot of subscribers so it is good uh, not to abandon them and you are also active uh, on this uh, new thing uh, that we discovered uh, together, which is uh, BitCloud. Uh, and uh, so with the same uh, handle, the same account, uh, Jordi's Donut, uh, you can be found by anyone on, on, on BitCloud. Yep. So uh, what, what did you understand about BitCloud uh, and what is different uh, from Twitter or, or Instagram uh, that, uh, that makes it interesting for you? Yeah, um, I, to be honest, I never liked Twitter. It's something that never really spoke to me. I, I was on Twitter for a little time, but never really had an engagement with it well on instagram i am very very um how do you say active active yes <laughs> and i really enjoy talking with the people that follow me etc well big cloud is basically something that merged the two things plus uh monetary value on on the things that you do and the things that you share and people can invest in you, in you and in the ideas you promote. So that was something very interesting for me because that's not a, that's not a feature that's on Twitter or on Instagram. So that part of it also interested me. And I hope that with time it can develop a little more and become a little more user-friendly and a little more appealing to the eye because i think that's a very big step for it to become more globally used and uh, yeah uh, yeah i bitcloud is uh, barely two three weeks uh, old and uh, until uh, a week ago it required the password uh, for anyone to register it was very closed and only now they opened it up to more people uh, there are less than two hundred thousand people on the platform Imagine if you were one of the first people to be on Instagram when less than 200,000 people used Instagram. Wouldn't that be amazing? You would be in a position to acquire prominence and visibility and followers 
and and people support you uh that uh, that is uh priceless and yeah. on bitcloud actually this kind of position is the opposite of being priceless it has a price because yeah. the people who follow you have the ability not the obligation of investing in your personal cryptocurrency the jordi's donut coins and uh, uh, that uh, is something completely new uh very controversial it is still an experiment uh no one cash can cash out uh, it is not something that uh, uh, is uh, completing the economic circle yet uh, you cannot make a living uh, by being a, a, a personality on uh, BitCloud, at least not yet. But you really have uh, the possibility of uh, being one of the first, as we said. And if uh, the people following uh, this uh, want to uh, support you, they will be able, able to, to do that. Now, we have a, a, another uh, comment. Um, so, um, the Zulu on your scope is asking on Twitter uh, if uh, uh, BitCloud uh, can be downloaded. So right now, uh, BitCloud is not an app. Uh, you go to bitcloud.com on your browser and you use it from your browser. But um, it is a pretty fine experience, uh, both uh, from your phone and uh, from your computer. So you... Um, shouldn't have a problem uh, setting it up uh, for yourself. Um, so uh, we have a request uh, from your grandmother. She said, say something in Korean. <laughs> so um, uh, prepare uh, and uh, at the count of three, two, uh, one, the stage of yours. Here you go in Korean. 네, 안녕하세요. 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 Uh, happy uh, that you love Sunday uh, 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 because uh, it is it is uh, something that uh, I liked uh, when I when I was uh, a child as well, and uh, and she is uh, sending her hugs and and uh, congratulations for the whole band. Uh, she says, "Thank you." Well, uh, Jody. Uh, it has been uh, wonderful to to have you on the show. Congratulations for this uh, adventure, which really surprised me and shocked me when you started. And I was, uh, you know, crossing my fingers. Oh my God, what is she? Uh, it looks like uh, two years should be enough in adulting. So yes, I invite you to finish learning how to cook so you can stop wasting money in ordering food and you can spend probably a tenth of the money by uh, cooking food uh, instead at, at home. But it is wonderful to see you 
uh, singing and acting and uh, going on photo shoots and being on Netflix uh, series. So uh, congratulations again. Um, thank you for being here. And uh, please come back, uh, you know, next time, uh, whenever you have news, whenever you want to share something uh, with the world, uh, until such time that uh, you will be so famous that I will need to go through two, three layers of gatekeepers before getting to you. And yeah. then and then and then uh, you will either accept or not accept to come back on searching for the question live yeah thank you very much for having me david it was very fun so uh, i will now say goodbye to our uh, followers uh, please uh, stay on uh, as i stop uh, the the broadcast so that we can also say goodbye in private okay Thank you everyone for uh, uh, being uh, here uh, today with us on uh, searching for the question live. Uh, you can uh, support searching for the question live as well as uh, the other uh, shows that uh, together uh, with my uh, team I produce by going to patreon.com slash David Orban. Uh, and uh, yes, I also have a BitCloud uh, account and uh, I am eager uh, for you to check that out as well. I'm uh, excited about this uh, new thing and uh, eager to keep experimenting with it. And I invite you to, to do the same, bitcloud.com slash David Orban, uh, where you find me. Thanks again. And I'm looking forward to having you at the next episode of Searching for the Question Live. Mm -hmm.